Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie Zulu. Alpha Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. Today on the ZabeCast, we've got the 2021 NFL Season Preview Show. Mr. X will join me. We'll talk all things gambling on games played under the shield of Roger Goodell. Things like the smell test, public money, buying the hook, and the usual tendency to severely overrate weather and injuries. Your 45-minute look ahead to the NFL season is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! (laughs) Here we go! Thursday, August 26, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Before we get going, a little bit of news. My Twitter account has been hacked. Not just hacked, it's been kidnapped, actually. Darndest thing, I woke up this morning, reached for my phone as I normally do in bed to bleary-eyed, scroll a bit just to see what's going on. Then I noticed I was logged out of my Twitter, and I'm like, hmm, all righty, what's going on here? Couldn't log back in. Wait, I thought I changed the password. Wait, what? And by that point, I was pissed off, and I'm like, well, I better get out of bed now. I didn't get to enjoy my normal, leisurely 5 to 10 to 15-minute uh, layabout in bed scrolling, and I went to go set up at the battle station to get ready for the morning show, and I found out there as I checked my electronic mail Twitter Incorporated sent me an email at 3.30 a.m. and said, oh, hey, yeah, we noticed a weird login. Is this you? If so, you should probably, you know, change your password. If not, you're good. Well, Twitter, I was asleep. It was 3.30. But the email said that the login was from a Windows computer using Firefox. (laughs) Who does that still? And it was from some city called Hussein Day. Hussein Day what? Apparently that's in Algeria or Morocco or somewhere else. Who the fuck knows? So I quickly then went to Twitter's help support page and said, help. Been hacked. They changed the email address that controls the account. And it's apparently down now, and it shows like none of my posts, none of my witticisms, none of the media I've put up there over the years, gone, including my 50,000 some odd followers, which haven't grown at all in the last 10, 15 years. Well, maybe not 15. Uh, Twitter came on board, what, 29, 2009? 10 years. 
You'd think I'd get 2% growth just being on the platform, being a public figure. 2% a year. If I was at 50,000 or thereabouts way back when I was on nationally and I got that initial ball of followers, what's 2% of 50,000 a year? Oh, boy. A 1% would be 500. 2% is 1,000. So, yeah. So, 1,000, 2% is 1,000 followers a year, right? Yeah, that's right. And you would think that I would go from 50 to 52 to 54 to 56. After 10 years, I should be easily over 60 and still climbing. Minimum. But no. So, you know, it is what it is. I'm not sure when or even if I'll get it back. I'm not sure if I want it back. I still have an Instagram account, at Zabe. That has not yet been hacked or taken over. I will never do Facebook again. And of course, I've got my own website, zabe.com, which I don't think can get hacked. I mean, could, but I don't know. What's in it to hack? What's in it to hack my Twitter, by the way? No idea. And by the way, you can sign up to be part of my mailing list, which I swear to God, I do not spam you with. It's just literally to give you alerts on various things, including, hey, uh, you know, my equipment didn't work, so there's no podcast. Did you get the email? Because you're on my mailing list. You can join that. And it's to promote things like Sunburn Bowl, which, by the way, selling briskly. And this is only after one week that we have announced it. I think we're over 50 guests already. Uh, year one, we had about 50. Year two, because of the pandemic, it slumped back to 30 and change. This year, I don't know how many is the max. To me, 100 would be, would be delightful. I don't even know if we reserved more than 100 spots. So uh, chop, chop on this. Do not delay. Get your vacation days lined up for this coming winter and get the babysitter and LFG, as the kids like to say. Before we bring on Mr. X, here we go with the insanity. Headline, Bruce Arians imposes new stricter rules after positive COVID test. The dumbass voodoo bullshit will continue. And it'll continue good and hard in the NFL this season. Just be ready for it. Just accept it. One day after Tampa Bay kicker Ryan Suckup tested positive for COVID-19 after having dinner with members of the Tennessee Titans during joint practices, Buccaneers coach Bruce Arians said he is implementing his own rules outside of the NFL's COVID-19 protocols. In advance of their first round, first road game this year, the Texans... Arians said players won't be allowed to leave the team hotel or have family visit the hotel on road trips, even if vaccinated. Oh, by the way, they don't mention in the lead or right next to, they should have said vaccinated Tampa Bay kicker Ryan Suckup tested positive for COVID-19. Ding. You have to read further down the story to go, oh, oh, he was, huh? Said Arians, for, for us, life is not normal. We're pretty much under the same protocols. We're going to be under the same protocols as last year because that's the way it is, especially living here. Oh, Florida. Poor Florida boy. Tennessee coming in and going out to dinner. They found out the hard way. They found out the hard way. So did Ryan. You can only tell them so much. 
Once we get to 53, meaning final cutdowns, even this weekend, our guys are going to make a bunch of sacrifices that you have to make now. Families at the hotel, all those things, they're all out the window. Does Arians know they can all catch the virus at home? Ah, don't tell them. Suckup was within NFL rules for going out to dinner during joint practices because he was vaccinated. Remember when they remember the quaint days of May? Like, oh, get vaccinated. You can do what you want. Back to life as we know it. Live your life. Your health is your own business. <laughs> Sucker. That's out. NFL rules state fully vaccinated members of the traveling party will be permitted to leave the hotel to eat and or use restaurants open to the public subject to individual club rules. So in other words, they said, here's the rule except your own coach. Johnny Hardass can make more rules. He says, Arians, there's league rules and then there's my rules. We ain't going anywhere. We're the same as last year. I don't give a crap whether they're vaccinated or not. They ain't going anywhere. What if Tom does? Then what? Going to cut him? Rookie wideout Jalen Darden, who is from Texas, plans to have 10 to 15 members of his family at Saturday's game, but understands Arians' rules and will Comply. As of Wednesday afternoon, no other Bucks players have been placed on the COVID reserve list outside of suck-up, but it served as a wake-up call for a team that had very few infections last year. Just go out there and be careful with what you do. That's the biggest takeaway we all had. Be careful. He had fucking dinner. You have to live life at some point. Titans head coach Mike Vrabel, who is isolating at home after testing positive for COVID-19, and like suck-up, is vaccinated. Oh, there it is. Buried. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight paragraphs deep. This is the state of journalism right now. Hide the inconvenient part of the story, even though it's the most newsworthy part, eight paragraphs down. The Titans implemented their own measures this week requiring everyone to wear masks inside their building. That won't work either. Some members of the Bucks have done so voluntarily as well. Said wideouts coach Kevin Garver, quote, for me personally, I've decided to put the mask back on in the building. I've got kids and stuff at home. That's kind of my approach to it. Fucking voodoo. All of it. That's all it is. That's my approach. Voodoo. But... Football coaches who love discipline, they love the power, and they love coming off as tough guys like Bruce Arians, who is morbidly obese, has had severe health issues that caused him to retire briefly. Of course he's all worried about this shit. How about you work less, relax a bit more, and lose some fucking weight? Stop worrying about everything. Vaccinated, there's more vaccination breakthroughs in the NFL than I I don't want to say can remember. There's just more of than I thought there would be. It's very anecdotal. The percentage is, I'm sure, very low. But man, oh man, there's a, a lot of them. It's amazing. All right, let's get to Mr. X. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, indeed. Here we go. T-minus two weeks to the start of the National Football League. Can you handle it, Mr. X? Can't wait, man. Are we gambling? Are we gambling on this 
league this year again? Only as much, much as we, we can, can afford, afford to, win. to win. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. X right now is joining us from the warm libations of a post-round whiskey or two, having played a late round of golf in Maine with your boys. No, no. Boys are up back in college. That's right. And, no, I'm up. It's just us up here, me and okay. Mrs. X. Very nice. Very nice. Very good. And you are into your winnings from last year's Whiskey League. Yes. As a matter of fact, you know, I had a brief trip home last week to get the kids off to school. And out of those 16 bottles from the league. Yeah, I'm dying to know how much are left. Well, I think only three or four are empty. But the rest are all like, let's say, half gone. I've been through <laughs> tasting each. Have, the empty ones, the ones Mrs. X hit hard. But no. Oh, um, nice. Have the have but, the boys tried any of them? You know, they're not into. They're that. not. Into, it's too young. They're, they're too young to be into whiskey. It's an old man's game. Well, Paps blue ribbons, than <laughs> one you know, nice bourbon. Right, but right. Zabe, I was packing to come back up here, and I took the remaining ten or eleven half bottles and put them in a box. And Mrs. X was like, "Why do you have to take all of those?" Because I, I said, "Plan to drink them all." <laughs> Going to be up here for two months. <laughs> I didn't go there. I said, "Honey, they're a set." <laughs> they're a set. I can't break them up. It's all the same league. <laughs> That's a good answer. Good answer on that one. So what's your favorite so far? You know, I'd have to do tears. It's really hard to go close, but I like There's not Gitter's one old. there's not one that stands out in other words. I got about three. I like Gitter's Old Ezra. I like Old Fangled Nodder. I liked the Bellmead Reserve. I don't know if I could separate those three. They're okay. all good. All right. Mrs. X pounded off Big Mike's Angel's Envy in record oh, times. Well. Angel's Envy is a is a hot whiskey, and it's hard to find, so glad she enjoyed it. Okay, let's get cracking on this. I've got a long list of okay. things we got to talk about. We only have a limited amount of time tonight, believe it or not, because we're here for a good time, an informational time, but not a long time. We're going to talk about how to gamble on football in general, how to gamble on the NFL, the parlay poison, smell test, public money, buying the hook, doubling up to catch up, and why it's so dangerous, overstating injuries and or weather, real-time betting strategies and halftime adjustment strategies. Plus, I've got, I've got three teams, I think, that have a chance at collapse potential, and I think three teams that could be sleeper playoff teams. All that plus games of the year, the Week 17 effect, COVID, and anything else we have yet to talk about. Okay, I got the first one. I missed the other 19. <laughs> Let me go over them again. Just no, get it. No, it's right. no. And we're also going to tell people about this year's Football Five Ways Friday. All Let's right. go ahead and, and sell people just a bit here. Football Five Ways Friday will be the premium offering or the so-called subscriber offering here on the Zabecast. It'll be me and Mr. X going through the games, making picks, right? Have you kept the official numbers on our picks for the last sure. couple of years? Sure. What what are we officially? This will be year three coming up. Four, four, buddy. Four, man. You've done three seasons. Okay. What is my record of official picks on the podcast? I don't have that in front of me. Oh, you don't. Oh, you have. You have. have You have it. You just don't have them in front of you. Okay. Well, we'll do that in a future one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can get you that next time. Okay. If if you allow me back. All right. It sounds like I was uh, thirty-eight and three. If I recall, yeah, sure. <laughs> now the first year you crushed it. I know. Um, 
Well, the last two years has been coming, okay. coming back to the mean. Uh, yeah. We'll also talk about changes to the gambling industry and the impact of big players like FanDuel and DraftKings, et cetera. Okay. And uh, we'll talk about what they get for subscribing to Football Five Ways Friday and by subscribing to your website, callmemrx.com, and what you offer them. Okay. So we'll get to all that in a second. But first, you want to make one comment on this oh. current year's Little League World Series. Yeah, I got one comment. When you watch these Williamsport games and they got these coaches all mic'd up, they're great guys. They say all the positive things. They're really, you know, supportive of these kids and these players. Because I have four boys, I coached that tournament 10 years in a row. I was always the tournament coach for early. I never saw one freaking guy like that in my life. (laughs) I never saw one nice, positive coach on the other side. No way. I don't know why. I don't know how this happens. Everybody watches and goes, oh, these guys are so good. I never ran up against a good guy. Do you think it's because they're they're showing out for the cameras and being yes. mic'd up? Yes. Okay. Yes. Somebody said to me, oh, it's the positive ones that get that far. And I said, bull. What happens <laughs> is they've already hit Williamsport. They don't care if they win a championship. They're on TV. And suddenly they do all the things they should have been doing all along. I Actually, I, started, I, pro- I probably ran into one really good, nice coach that damn near won the whole world thing. And other than that, you know, the other side was always nasty, yelling, screaming, cutthroats. So when I see this Williamsport, I'm like, where were those guys the 10 years in a row I did it? Dare I ask what they thought of you, Mr. X? Oh, no. I, you know, I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I was good. I was good. I was always a believer in kids don't do better when you put pressure on them. They do better when you help them succeed. They don't need you to freaking yell at you know, them. bear down on them and do, no they need help and techniques and positive and they succeed nobody sits at you during math class and, and looks over your shoulder and yells at you when you get something wrong <laughs> I, right? I can only imagine me being so bad at math imagine a teacher yelling yeah. at me yeah it doesn't help it's the derivative fraction of the root of the jesus god just solve for it already i can't i don't know what i'm doing Exactly. No. So I, I think I was pretty good at that part. I was a lot better for like X3, X4. I probably wasn't so good with X1, but I certainly had enough time to learn a lot. And I think you learn something every year unless you're an idiot. So. All right. What was your most memorable Little League oh. tournament moment? Uh, well, we, I did go really deep with X4, but my the best one was, you know, we were in a small league that pretty much got their ass whooped in the beginning every year. But one year when X2 was a catcher on this team, he was really, really good um, as far as he controlled that team. And we we kept winning in elimination games. And Mrs. X would tell me every night, you know, oh, the Joneses just canceled their beach trip and the Smiths just canceled their trip to grandma's. Because we just kept winning and advancing. And the summer calendars were, you know, crazy. But then we're playing the juggernaut team that's lights out. And I thought we had a shot. I thought we had a shot. And the day of that game, I pick X2 up at noon early from basketball camp, and he had just broken his wrist. Oh, no. And when he showed up to that game in a cast, the air went out of our team's balloon so fast. Oh, my. Just uh, just, everyone looking going, yeah, we're screwed. 
And that team that we played that night uh, was one bad call away from winning the whole national championship. They were a good team. And it would have been fun to play them if he had not, uh, like a dumbass, broken his arm on that very day. And? No, I just that's what I always remember. We had a shot at the best team. And I, thought, to... I thought you were going to be like, and his replacement. No. Jimmy, no. Jimmy Smithberg, little no. kid, played the game of his life and hit two home runs, and we won anyway, and then we went on to – no, nothing good. It was no, but it was fun having a run where that's not that's not the most games. memorable moment, Mister X. Oh, it was. You, you don't know. You don't know how to do this when you say, no. "Hey, I want to mention my most memorable moment." You don't bring up an injury <laughs> that ended your year. What's wrong with well, you? No, right. I don't know. Sometimes the, 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 they're not always positive. All right, let's get cracking. We got about a minute on all these things, so tempo <laughs> is important. Here we go. go Changes in the gambling industry and the impact of the big players who have flooded the market: FanDuel, okay. DraftKings, and more. What's what's the big changes in your opinion? Well, you know what? All of those things, as you know, if you're in a state where it's now legal, you can't do anything without getting pounded by them. They have a bazillion and a half promotions, giveaways, etc. But they're really geared towards what they call the, quote, recreational gambler. They usually come with very low limits that you can bet. And if you're good and you're on the, quote, right sharp side, you can get cut off quickly, even if you're a small player. So they're very attractive to new people with all the stuff they give away. But I'm just still not a believer that they're the way to go. You still want a casino as your first choice or whether it's in person or on an app and you still and an offshore big book still can give you better options than those um than all those new guys that they're geared towards getting a million guys to send them 50 bucks and they're just really not good for a a bigger player all right well i'll let people email you by way of your website for direct advice on other places to get some action down sure so we don't muddy the waters here on the air with that. Sure. Uh, number two, more and more people have access to gambling, and many of them are just not good at it. You're bad, Jimmy. Why is yeah. that? Well, it's kind of the same thing in the sense that, you know, 20, 30 years ago, if you had a bookmaker, you know, they had a minimum before they took your action and, you know, a minimum per game and to make it worth their while to track your wins and losses, et cetera. Now everything's automated. And like I said, they, these guys – are after a bazillion new players to send them 50 or hundred bucks. And you got kids. I mean, my kids, not my, my younger ones that aren't even good. They're, they're getting these online accounts. They're playing freaking parlays for $2. And I mean, <laughs> Washington dollars, you know, to win 300. And they're just, there's, it doesn't hurt them. You know, if you had to, if you were starting out and you had to bet 50 or probably a hundred dollars on a game, you're going to think long and hard about is this what I want to do and you put some time in it. But these guys are just firing off these 18 parlays for a buck 50. And I mean, you know, a dollar and 50 cents. Yeah. They don't think about it. They don't have to get good at it. They're just, they're just, it's like they're buying freaking lottery tickets. Yeah. So they're not putting, they're not putting anything into it because they're just playing nickel dime, ha ha 13 team parlays so that maybe they can brag about it. Yeah. It's, it's such a low dollar volume. That you, okay. don't, you don't even think twice. Okay. You know, what, go. what do guys get when they subscribe to the Zabecast during the fall and they get football five ways Friday? 
wow, well, you're going to have to fill in some of that. But as far as the last couple of years. Well, you're going to get the run. You're going to get the rundown of NFL games yep. with my version of you are looking live. Uh, you're going to get me and Mr. X going over our picks for the week and why we like them and our analysis of those picks. You're going to get a little dop, doppel of college. You're going to get uh, an interview with somebody uh, in the football world that will hopefully be interesting, and we'll get a look at college as well. So you get a lot. Yep. And, you know, if That's you don't right. like football, this is the season. Four you know, months like out of the year. don't like money, what are you doing? Right. Now, <laughs> what do the they way, get? The yeah. I like, Dave, I yeah. like the fact, I'm, one of my favorite parts is, you always encourage listeners to send in questions, you know, gambling questions. Right. And, and I love answering the questions to help them, whether it's how a bet Got works it. or certain strategies. Just, I love answering those. So send them in. Let's keep sending them in. Okay. Uh, what do they get if they subscribe to your website? Call me MrX.com. Well, let's put it this way. I know you you get going when I say I'm not a tout, but I'm not a tout. No, you, you know, you got five. You insisted this, to me. You're like, I, I don't want to be perceived as that. Well, and the difference is this. These guys, these tout services, they pick every freaking game. <laughs> I got a winner every game. And if any real gambler knows that the key to success is going, yeah, I don't like that game. Right. Yeah, I don't like that game. Right. If you've got to pick every game, you're going to not do well. So what we do on our website, me and the Dano will be back this year. When we put out games a couple of weeks, and it's usually game day because I don't pick them till game day because shit can happen. All we're doing is saying, I'm, there's none of this, hey, Zabe, you can't get this one wrong. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. You're basically saying to people, is this saying, is who this we is are who on. We bet on this right. week. And Dano, for those that don't know, if Mr. Yeah. X is Luke Skywalker, Dano is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Right. And as I always tell him, Every great mentor has one student who passes him. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you rub exactly. that in his face. Oh, okay. Yes. But the point of it is that we, um, in, in school, you got to do your work. In real life, you got to know whose paper to copy off of. You get, I think your buddy Gitter was the first one that said to me one time, because people love to say, oh, this was my pick. I got this. As opposed to, oh, I took this from Mr. X. And Gitter said, don't we get paid the same either way? <laughs> so it doesn't matter. It what doesn't you get. matter. You want to know right. who we're playing? Sign up and, and you'll see what we're playing. All right. Go to callmemrx.com. You can see all the different uh, levels of plans there and what you get. And I'll let you guys make that value decision on your own. Sure. All right. Sure. Very good. Let's get in the and season. By the way, one, one last thing on that. For example, Zabe, when you say, I like Dallas, and I say, gee, I'm on the other side, I like you know the Giants. I don't expect you to bet with me, but I say if we're on opposite sides, you might want to scratch that off your list because <laughs> you might win this game. You might win next game, but if you're on the other side of me all year, you're probably in the wrong place. Okay. Very well <laughs> said. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with my bookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than my 
bookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with my bookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie, and when you win, get paid. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. How to gamble on football in general. Okay. I'm all ears, Mr. X. You're the expert. What's the one biggest, important, most crucial piece of advice? Okay. Especially for discipline. Discipline, discipline, discipline. 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 My site guys will so often say to me, oh, my God, I knew you loved that. I can't believe I didn't bet more. And I'm like, stop it. Discipline. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Okay, we'll get there. You don't have to pound up a big, you know, huge win. Keep your discipline. Know what you can afford to wager each week. Just like you know what you're going to spend when you go out to dinner or you go out and, you know, you go out to dinner, you don't come home and say, I lost 300 bucks. <laughs> you say we went to dinner. Right. So I view, I view gambling the same way of it's take a budget that you're comfortable with, play it each week. And by the way, at the end of dinner, they never come and give you your money back. In fact, give it, give you more. Okay. Yeah. But in football gambling, they're going to actually pay us sometimes, but keep, you know, keep it under control and never, ever, ever chase as they call it. When you get behind, Yeah. the biggest mistake new guys make is they lose three, four, five in a row. And then they think I'll get it all back at once. That's <laughs> how you, that's, how, that's you how you end up in a big asshole at the end of the right. year. Keep the discipline and enjoy it. That's all what right. we do. Parlays are poison. Why? Well, you, uh, you're paying more percent to the house than you would on a straight play. Okay, how about this? You'll hear the guys that run the big books out in Vegas. They take really 2 or 3% on, quote, straight plays, picking a, picking a team. They just crush the parlays and teasers. Meaning in terms that's of their rake, they, the house that's rake. That's where they make their money. Parlays can be as a parlay is simply multiple bets that have to come home for you to win. Right. And it can be as little as two bets. It could be a two way parlay, which pays out what again? Uh, 260 per hundred. Okay. So 
So you're under three to one. Pays you two sixty. Under three to one is what it pays. Correct. Okay. Right. Um, and and there's built-in margins. Then you know the more you go up, I swear to God, I feel like I've never hit a three-team parlay in my life because I don't bet them very often. And usually when I do, there's always one leg that fucks oh, yeah. you. And so if well, you're going to bet a parlay, it better be sort of a long shot parlay. Like you will sometimes bet money line parlays where you take two heavy underdogs, but not usually more than two that I have seen. You'll take two heavy underdogs. You'll tie them together. So if they both win outright, it's a real big punch. That's true. But I will say that, yes, I never go over three. But I will, in fact, on the site last year, most weeks I do a three-dog par. Really? Three-dog money line par. I'll find three underdogs that I think have a shot to win. And like last year I did that on the guys on the site. And the first week of the college season, it's usually in college. Pros, I I can't do those. Uh, But I'll find some college. And the first week the three money line dog hit for like 29, no, 42 to one. And the second week, everybody said, okay, now I'm in. I'm like, dude, we're not going to do it every week. You know, you, you missed it. <laughs> right. You missed it. Smell, but I, I do like that, yes. Smell tests. Kevin Sheehan, our friend on Team 980, is big on the so-called smell test in which if a line stinks, and that's a very open-ended to interpretation, interpretation exactly. term, but if a line looks wrong to you, if it looks too good to be true, and if you are itching to go throw your money at it, it's probably good advice to stop for a second and remember they're the ones setting the lines. So they think something much different than you. What could they be thinking that you're not thinking? That's yeah, that's really good. I, I think of it this way. Now Sheehan, when he does his smell test, he just kind of goes, let's call it contrarian against everybody. He's a go against the public guy. Yeah, and that sounds fun, and I, I'll give him that. But it, the reality is that with me, a true smell, if you show me a line that smells, I don't need to get cute. I'm just going to, as I call it, find another game. I don't <laughs> want that game. You don't so ever what, run to the smell? Sometimes I believe man. in the run to the smell play of the week where you're like, this makes no sense. I'm on it. That's okay. I want more than that Fair before enough. it's get, right reaching my wall. But the, the key to that is it, it, a lot of guys will email me that because it's like they um, they get that, but then they say, how do I tell it smells? Yeah, right. That just <laughs> it's takes sort of like a pair of underwear when I tell my wife, no, these are clean. I swear. I just put them right up to my face. Oh, disgusting. The best time, yeah, the time you'll see that easy is in college because everybody – trying to do the a lot of college to everybody knows the pros in college you're like hey wait why is number 24 favored over number four well yeah, because they, they're at home and they're better yeah, they buy into and, the uh rankings you, as, yeah, yeah you see okay. people um you know kind of looking at a line there and going this one looks wrong it's a little easier but okay. if, if, it, if it does if it looks too good to, my answer is this i want to think a team should be favored by six and i like the underdog When I see a line that says they're favored by nine, why is it so high? It should be five. I just go find another game. I want it to be where it belongs, if that makes sense. All right. Uh, Public money. Okay. Um, I always want to know. Public money means basically where's where's Joe Q Public putting his money? And there's websites that track that, and you mention that every Friday during our Football Five Ways. 
Yes. I, it's Look, it's not – and it's usually on the favorites. But if I see, you know, when the Chiefs are laying 15 and 80% of the world says, I'll lay that, I, no, no, that's not where I'm going. Because it's not like the guys in Vegas go, damn, I didn't know the Chiefs were good. <laughs> you know, come on. Right, exactly. So you, I, I never say it's as easy – as just going anti-public, you know? If you just think, I'm going to go against the public every time. Well, that's better than going with them, but it ain't going to guarantee you a plus. All right, buying the hook. Buying off the half point if you really like a game. Six and a half, seven and a half, right around that touchdown number. Or three and three and a half. Well, first of all, the three, three and a half, two and a half comes at a huge premium and it's never worth that okay i always remind that one but the others i will well this is confusing but i will buy the hook to an even number like the seven and a half or six and a half i'll move it to the seven okay but i will if you move off the number to the half like if it's at seven and you're buying it to seven and a half or six and a half you're pissing your money away. Can I say that on the air? Where you you're, can. You're, <laughs> yes, you can say that on the you podcast. You never do that. You <laughs> never do that. A lot of guys don't get that. Um, and that one's a, a math thing that I won't try to get into. But an easier thing to say is you can buy off of that half, but don't ever buy off of a whole number to a half. Does that make okay. sense? All right, fair enough. Uh, moving right on. Doubling up to catch up, especially <laughs> on Sunday night and Monday night games. Yeah. A disastrous thing because you're saying I need to get back to even or, or positive with this one game, and it may not be a very good game to bet on on Sunday night or especially on Monday. But you've been drinking since one, and it suddenly looks <laughs> juicy. <laughs> no, in fact, I'll be honest. That's one of the frustrating things for for like my VIPs and my website guys is they want that Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. But very often my answer is, you got to play it, I'd take these points, but I ain't playing it. I mean, because you just can't always do it. Or it's like gambling. Yeah, it is like gambling. Overstating injuries and or weather. I believe these are two of the most overfactored items in the NFL. Because when a player is injured, even a quarterback who may be really, really good, it's not like they're going to play the game without a quarterback or without a RB1 or wide receiver. They will have a replacement. They will have a game plan to work around that temporary loss of a player. And so, yes, point spreads do reflect big injuries, but never as much as you might think as a gambler. And so, therefore, when you see the line only move two points because Zeke Elliott is out and you're so sure, oh, my God, how can they win this game? That's where you need to slow down. Plus weather. I mean, I'm not saying ignore the weather, but boy, do people overrate the weather sometimes. Well, I think the answer to that is the same thing we always say, which is it's in the number. Yeah. It's not it's in like the, number. the guys in Vegas are going, yeah. shit, I didn't know it was snowing. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Right. So, They've already so baked hard. it in. So, so don't yes. overthink that. Uh, real-time betting and or halftime adjustments. Are you a believer? Oh, God, I love the halftime. I'm not into all this uh, real-time. I think those are suckers because you'll get a, a huge split in the odds. 
you know, if you're doing the live betting, you'll get like minus 200 plus 110 or some big split, and they're just suckering you in. But the halftime is a regular play. And, oh, God, yes, if I'm watching a game, I will play the halftime quite often because I feel like the halftime numbers are just mathematical computations. You know, you're supposed to win by eight. You're up four at the half. It's going to be four in the second half. And if I'm seeing the game and I think that, you know, I'm seeing that it's it's going different than I expected, oh, I will definitely fire in halves for sure. Okay. Uh, Games of the year. You ready? Okay. Number one, Buccaneers at Patriots week four. (laughs) Tommy versus Bill Belichick. That's going to be fun. It's and it, it, it it's got to be a prime time, or do we know that yet? Uh yes, that is going to be, be Monday night. If they got any sense at all, why why did they not list this on USA Today's page? Uh, May twelfth. These stupid assholes. Sorry, can I say that on the air? I just called this thing up, and they're like top ten games, and they don't mention when they are. So now I've got to go look that up separately. Good job, you fuck nuts. Number two, Packers at Chiefs, week nine. Rodgers versus Mahomes. They didn't get this two years ago because Mahomes was out with an injury. Yeah, that's that's a that's a great matchup. Bills at Buccaneers, week fourteen. Browns at the Ravens, week twelve. Yeah, divisional ones are divisional ones. Okay, not as sexy. Bills at Chiefs, week five. This would be a rematch rematch, of the AFC Championship game. Cowboys at Bucks, week one. Dak Prescott is still fighting to be ready to play. I'm not so sure. Yeah. yeah. Nothing tops that first one. Chiefs at Ravens, week two. Is Patrick Mahomes or is Lamar Jackson going to return to MVP form of two years ago? And they should both be healthy in week two. (laughs) Seahawks Packers week 10 at Lambeau. Juicy. Fail Mary. Uh, It's, well, yes, it's part of the Fail Mary series, but this one is at Lambeau Field. And both Rodgers and Russell, uh, Russell Wilson had uh, grievances in the offseason with their organizations. Rams, Rams at the Niners week 10. By then, Trey Lance could be your starter. Word is from Kyle Shanahan that Garoppolo is going to start to begin the year, but expect a Trey Lance package series every Hmm. game at some point. Well, if you've got any sense, you want the uh, opponent thinking that, whether you're doing it or not. Right. And then finally, Jaguars at Bengals, week four. That would be the back-to-back last two number one, number one picks at quarterback. Joe Burrow from two years ago from LSU, and then, of course, Trevor Lawrence for the Jags. Yeah, that's good, too. I like the first one the best, boy. Brady coming to New England. I mean, I'm stunned up here that these guys are Patriot fans and not as big on Brady as I had expected. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? Oh, no, they're 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 not mad at him for leaving, but they're they're done. They've moved on, and it's still the Patriots. I mean, I still, you know, me, I love the GOAT. In fact, in our golf tournament last week, one of the guys said, we're playing Tom Brady rules. I said, what's that? What's he that? goes, do whatever you got to do. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. You missed the green. You want to put it over here? Just yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah, just do it. Do whatever you got to do. All right, do my, th- my three somewhat under-the-radar playoff teams, and nobody is really under-the-radar because – it's only a 32-team league that is overcovered by the media, 
in in a way that is almost comical at times. But these are my three teams, I think, uh, are playoff teams that are lurking. Arizona. I love Arizona. This is the Kyler Murray blossoming year. They're getting nasty defensively, and I think they're going to be a force this year. Arizona's a playoff team. The Chargers. They've lost so many close games the last couple of years, and yes, they've got a new head coach whose name I've already forgotten. Yes, they fired the black man, Anthony Lynn, who was a nice guy, good coach, but could not win close games. And another factor, Derwin James only played five games last year for them at safety. He was an absolute game wrecker, one of the best safeties to come along in the league. He's back full strength this year. Chargers are a playoff team, new stadium. And my third under-the-radar maybe playoff team, and it would break all of the actuarial tables for expect expectations for you know the situation they're in. Jacksonville, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Those teams never make the playoffs. But here's why. If they can scrape to nine wins, and if Lawrence is as good as some think he can be, there's nine wins, nine and eight in a terrible division, Mr. X. Houston and Indy have basically nothing going on. The only team is Tennessee. Well. Under the radar. For a reason. (laughs) You're like, oh, they're going to say four and 13. They went, they're going to go from one and 15 to four and 13. All right. My three teams that have collapse potential. Collapse potential. Ready? The Rams. Yeah, McVeigh is great. Yeah, he can memorize plays that happened five years ago in some random game. But Stafford never stays healthy. And this team spent big two years ago to load up after their Super Bowl near miss, and they're going to feel the effects of that going forward. Aaron Donald can only win you so many games. The division is really rough. The Rams could fall apart and miss. The Steelers have collapsed potential. They can't run the ball effectively now at all. It's Big Ben or bust. They're saying he's in better shape. We'll see. Mike Tomlin is the, what, second longest tenured coach in the league besides Belichick? And his message is going to wear out if it hasn't already worn out. This could be a bad year for them. And my number one team that has collapsed potential, and I want to emphasize potential, the Green Bay Packers. They've had no injuries basically the last two years, Mr. X. They have been coasting downwind under sunny skies, which is great. They made the NFC Championship game back-to-back years. But I'm telling you, the defense last year was not winning them games. They are not a havoc-creating defense. And they brought on Joe Barry, who has a history of having bottom five defenses around the league. They only got him because he was their only option, and McVeigh knows him. Or not McVeigh, but uh, LaFleur knows him. I'm very worried about Green Bay's defense. And then there's the Rodgers factor. What if it gets weird on what is not supposed to be a farewell season, but it starts feeling like a farewell season? It could go bad for Green Bay. I feel like there's a complacency, like everything's good, we're going to pay this guy. We're going to pay that guy to keep him here. And then just everybody stay calm. We're good, right? Yeah, of course we're good. We're really good. We'll see. Okay. Here you go. Quick comment on each of those, okay? Yeah. The re- I don't – will the Packers really go south when they're such a sharp analytics team that knows how to kick those field goals? <laughs> Ouch. 
Um, I, I, you said Pitt is. Uh, and by rough. South, I'm talking seven, eight wins. Yeah, for the Packers, which is, which is a bad year. Missing yeah. the playoffs in what should be Rogers' yeah. you know farewell season is a collapse year. I'll definitely buy that. With Pitt, I wonder you say it's Roethlisberger or Bust. Are you forgetting they have Dwayne Haskins? Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay thank you. The only one I, I struggle with is when you you know you said Arizona, and I'm thinking that division is loaded. I can't pick any of those four teams. And then you said I'm going south on the Rams because they're in a tough division. But doesn't that work yeah, for Arizona? I might have I might have <laughs> might have canceled them out of just a little bit there. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> So that's that's a that may that is clearly the best division top to bottom. I mean, any of those four teams could be a Super Bowl team. I'm not saying should, but could. I take the fourth. You know, you can be a damn good team and come in fourth place in that division, and that's yeah. that's not very common. But all right, two um, two other things real quick, then we'll wrap it up. The Week okay. 17 effect. What will it be? The Week 17 effect. In other words, 17 games that count. What do you think will be the biggest effect of this radical change? The first big change since 1978 in the NFL in terms of the number of games played from 14 to 16? Has it been that long? I'll look it up right now as you ponder. What is the Week 17 effect? And if it's no real effect, say that. I don't care. I just want to know. Yeah, you know, I think maybe we'll see – it reminds me of baseball when they start babying the pitchers. Will they take one extra game and start, you know, like, I'm not saying they'll do NBA um, load management, but will they do a little bit? You know, will you will you protect your players a little bit more? Will that impact fantasy? Will guys get less touches because you have more games? Maybe. But the biggest impact is all the morons who are betting season-long over-unders going, oh, wait, what? There's another game. I forgot that yeah. when I bet over eight or, or bet, better yet under eight, I forgot they have another game. Right. So uh, that, that, that sounds silly, but man, it's easy to forget that it's been 43 years of doing it this way. Yeah. So 1978 was indeed the year that they went to 16 regular season. What, I'm games. sorry. What year? 1978. I was right. right. 78 was it. So wow. I was 10 years old. I had hair and dreams and a gleam in my eye. Once we graduated high school that year. Yeah, very nice. Finally, the COVID effect. Question, will the NFL play a Wednesday game this year because of COVID issues? Sure. You think there's going to be widespread disruption in when the games are played? Do you think the league would sit an otherwise asymptomatic positive player who's a quarterback due to a game day test? Yes or no? I think they take it seriously. I think they did a really good job of being consistent with their rules last year. I don't like them or dislike them. You do think they were consistent with their rules, including the fiasco in Denver where they wiped out the whole quarterback room and made them play with a wide receiver when they gave other teams like the Ravens all the time in the world to overcome their outbreak? Come on, Mr. No, X. When you look close at what the rule was, they ah, did follow it. Bullshit. The rule didn't have anything to do with you don't have a quarterback. It had to do with you have a team. The Ravens case, they didn't have enough players to do it. They had to wait X days to clear, and so they did that. But they said from the beginning, we're not going to give consideration to who, but we'll give consideration to how many. And they applied it. And it sucked for Denver when when the four guys in the room were all quarterbacks. 
But I think it's like designated survivor, man. You got to keep one quarterback home all week. <laughs> Just in case. All right. The website's callmemrx.com for his services this coming football season. And we will have football five ways Friday back for ZabeCast subscribers. I can't wait. We'll talk more about college next week. Thursday next week, again, one more free show before we move to Fridays. Sound good? You're the boss. I'm up for whatever. <laughs> Don't say that. Say it sounds it's good. Fun. All it right. If it doesn't good. sound good, tell me off here. Thank you, Mr. That's X. Great. There you go. All right. See you. Let's end on this. Did you see the opening of Hard Knocks this week? An epic, continuous, three-and-a-half-minute-long drone shot of the star complex down in Dallas. Or is it Fort Worth? Or is it on the border? Whatever they're calling it, it is spectacular. The drone footage is really cool as well because it's a tiny drone that flies all through things, under things, around things. With great precision, not crashing once. Somebody asked me, so how many takes do you think that required? And I said, eh, I don't know. Probably practiced it a few times. But for the most part, a a good, a, an average competitive drone flyer probably had no problem with that shot because he wasn't even going that fast. When they're racing those racing drones, they're going super fast. They're making really hard, sharp turns. And their reflexes and their vision is you know, flat out amazing. That said, the larger point is this. All that incredible stuff that the Cowboys have, only some of which only some of which actually helps to win football games, mind you. Uh, that, you know, the the retail and the residential and the hotels and all that stuff, you know, that's to make money. But that's fine. The practice fields, though, and the workout facilities, it's all first class. It's all very visionary. It is all incredible to see. And that's where Jerry Jones is great. Yes, he's easy to mock for being so involved and on the sidelines and doing two radio shows a week and always having his own press avail after games. Well, I tell you what, we uh, we got to run the football better. We got Zeke. Why are we not giving it to him? You can make fun of him for that, and you can point to the fact they haven't had success ever since he fired Jimmy Johnson. Valid points. But I'm telling you, there are Redskin fans who would trade for Jerry Jones in a heartbeat. There are fans of other Asshat owners, asshat owners, asshat owners who would trade for Jerry Jones and the meddling and the ego and all the other stuff that comes with it because Jerry Jones builds nice stuff. And for that, I got to clap my hands and say, well done. What a really cool place that is and great drone flying, my friend. I'm not as good of a drone flyer as that. I just do it recreationally from time to time. And sometimes I try to launch my drone off the back of a moving catamaran while completely hammered on high seas with high winds, and it goes right into the ocean. That has happened. That was real. That happened. It was a $369 lesson, one that I am sure I have not fully learned because look out, Sunburn Bowl 3. That drone is going into some hazardous missions down in Mexico. Thank you for listening. Thank you for spreading the word about the ZabeCast. Your direct line to me and my direct thoughts, unencumbered by any corporate hegemony. And I appreciate you being part of ZabeCast Nation. Have yourself a great Thursday or any kind of Thursday you want. And we will see you next time. 
Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. Just a little something to break. Winning season returns at mybookie.ag, and it's time to get in on the action. First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower, ba-boom, to add excitement to the games you love. College football odds boosts, NFL lock of the week season, and over $500,000 in contest prizes live on-site to make winning this season your best ever with MyBookie. With a historic 18-week schedule offering more action than ever before, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie. I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing and sign up with MyBookie and use our promo code ZABE. That's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. That's extra money credited to your account instantly just for using promo code ZABE and making your first deposit today. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie, and when you win, get paid. The monotony. 